Welcome back to the best of Real Presence Live. Our next segment features an interview with Jerry Hilfer on what makes a good teacher. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning and welcome back. This is Heather Caro and Chris Euler. Thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. It's been a wonderful morning so far and we're going to keep that trend moving along. Jerry Hilfer is now joining us on the line. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. So tell us about yourself. You are a principal. Tell us about where you're at. I am. I'm in International Falls, Minnesota, um, up on the Canadian border and I've... uh, I've been in education my whole life, um, and I'm I'm kind of seasoned. I uh, I started teaching in 1975, and I've been in elementary and parochial schools in Duluth and in Cloquet and here in International Falls, and I've taught all grades K through six. And then I became an elementary uh, principal in the year 2000 to 2012, mm. and I retired in 2012. And then this last mm. fall. I was asked if I would like to come and be principal at St. Thomas School. And so I decided to come out of retirement, and I said, I'll do it on a year-to-year basis, so we'll see how it goes. So I had a good year this year, and I'm coming back next year. So what grade What grade levels is St. Thomas Aquinas? St. Thomas is a pre-K through sixth grade school. Okay, so you were retired for quite a few years. I was, I was, yeah. So you must have been doing something right if they came and sought yeah. you out. <laughs> yeah, right. Or they were they were desperate. They couldn't find anybody else. Who no. knows? You know. But no, it worked out. No, it worked out really, really well. And I uh, and it, and you know, I I kept my finger in it. I, I was volunteering in the classrooms when I when I did retire. So I always kind of liked doing that. So so I've been around. So what brought you into uh, the career of education? How did you first get started? Well, you know, when I, when I was a freshman in college, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I took an introduction to education course at my freshman year. And that teacher turned me on, just inspired me. Um, he, he just had this whole sense that, you know, you could save the world, you know. Um, he helped us believe in ourselves and that we could really make a difference. And that just kind of rung true to me. And he, he was kind of irreverent and kind of counterculture back in the 70s kind of thing and that just kind of fired me up and made me decide I want to become a teacher and for me it was just my way of being uh, uh, an excellent way for me to be of service because that was something I always wanted to do Hmm, interesting Mm -hmm. absolutely well so in your experience in education uh, as a teacher and now as a principal uh, what do you find makes someone a good teacher it's really Basic. The first thing is, you know, they kind of like young people, and I've I've seen some teachers um, who were really really good at um, uh, they knew their subject area and that kind of stuff. But this one teacher, I think back and every time there was a party or something like that, they they were sick or something at you, know, and I realized that. They didn't like the kids that much, you know, and you really have to enjoy kids Aww. or it's a hard job, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, that's the first thing is you really got to like young people. You have to be enthusiastic about your content, about your subject area. You have to make it exciting for kids because they don't always find it that way. And I think the third thing is you just really have to be competent. Um, mm. You must be seen as an expert in your area by your students and by the families, by parents. You know, they have to see you as being competent. So that's, that's what makes good teachers for me. This is the best of Real Presence Live. We're currently bringing you an interview with Jerry Hilfer. 
principal at St. Thomas Aquinas School in International Falls, Minnesota. Well, in, in this day and age, we talk a lot about how uh, students learn different. We And we've learned that as adults, we also learn differently. We have our own way of learning. Um, how does a good teacher deal with that wide range of different learning styles? It's hard work. Okay? <laughs> and sometimes it's impossible. I mean, when you think about it, it's really hard. Yeah. But I think the first thing is it's really with good instruction. And what you do is you, a teacher who's able to make the material come alive for students and is able to capture their imagination. So if you can mm-hmm. find a way to do that. Another one is giving students options. You have to encourage them to take ownership of their own learning. And sometimes that means giving up control and letting them, letting them take the initiative. And then I think, and also I just think you have to realize it's hard work. It's not easily achieved. And sometimes it's momentarily, you know, I mean, oh, we had a really good lesson. And then you try something and it doesn't always work and you've got to keep going at it. But you keep that as a goal, you know. And then I think the last thing is it's just it's developing relationships. You have to be encouraging and caring and respectful. And at the same time, you have to provide guidance and discipline and a sense of limits and consequences. So I think those those are important things. And, you know, that's what works. But, you know, you're not always successful, but you just you keep have that as a goal. You know, you got to keep working at it. Well, and I find it interesting as I'm listening to Jerry talk about this is, you know, you're talking about how teachers can uh, work around the students and whatnot, but it, I can, as a parent, I'm listening to this and I'm taking some of this in as a parent when your student comes home from school with this homework and you're like, okay, how do I motivate them? How do I keep them engaged? And all the things you're saying can work for us parents too. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and you know, sometimes what you have to do is you have to be flexible and you have to, um, if, if one one rule or set of procedures doesn't work, try something else. You know, be modify them and find a way find a way to compromise without compromising yourself. You know, mm-hmm. just just what is that middle ground? What is that we want to achieve? And sometimes you have to let go of those those things that you think are so important. And in the end, maybe they're not. Maybe maybe you got to find that middle ground. You know, so you got to be willing to do that. I love that. Well, and to, and to keep in mind that maybe your different children don't learn the same. <laughs> right. Exactly. And what, what motivates one will not necessarily motivate the other. And what interests one doesn't interest the other. So just you just have to encourage them to pursue those things, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we only have one minute left. Um, what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about becoming a teacher? I think it's very rewarding, but it's hard work. Okay, and um, you have to have energy, and you have to have a sense of service, and uh, you have to be a person who's positive. You're, you have to be kind of a your cup's half full kind of person, and um, and I think if you're if you the more diverse people you have around you, the more successful you will be, and so you have to be open to that kind of diversity. So that that that's how I see it. And also a sense of humor. You know, you got to be able to laugh <laughs> yeah. at yourself and laugh at the you know laugh at the situation. Yeah. You know? No kidding. Well, thank you so much, Jerry, and I'm glad that you're back as the principal, and I hope that your next year will be a good one, too. Hey, thank you for calling me. I enjoyed this. I have, too. I've learned a lot already in just these few minutes. All right. Hey, you guys have a good day, all right? You, too. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry.
Well, that was interesting. We can all learn a lot from that. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Keep notes for your child. Who's I young. will. Up next on the best of Real Presence Live, we'll talk about learning what the church actually teaches about homosexuality. Don't go anywhere. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. I kind of stumbled into the Catholic radio uh, when it came here to Bemidji. You know, you're driving around, you hit the scan on the thing, and and it pops up, and you're like, oh, that's that's different, that's interesting. And, you know, the next thing you know, you're listening to Catholic radio all the time. It, uh, you know, you pick it up in the morning, coming coming in, you're listening to, to uh, the Sunrise Morning Show and Morning Glory, and, and then you get out with, with my job. I'm a forester here in the county, and... And so I travel about a lot, getting to different areas to do forestry work. So off and on through the day, you're traveling, you can pull it up. And you can listen to Women of Grace or, or Dr. Ray. He's just a hoot. I love listening to him. Uh, called the communion with Dr. David Anders. I listen to him. He is like an encyclopedia of knowledge. You could listen to him all day, I think. It answers so many questions about the faith that you didn't even know you had. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. For a while, I'd listening to the radio, and when I'd go into work, it'd, it'd be like, okay, what are they going to say about the Yankees today? <laughs> so, and I got tired of it, and then I switched it to Real Presence Radio, to, to Catholic Radio, I mm-hmm. call it. I got sick and tired of all the all the same old, same old that I yeah, would hear, right. and, that, and that you're going to hear. And then I said, well, well, Scott, you know, listen to something that's going to do something for your faith. And so I did. And uh, quite frankly, anytime you break a habit and start a new one, you have to force yourself to do it. But what made it so very easy was the fact that what I was listening to initially was something that involved prayer. 
I love the programs on Real Presence Radio. I especially enjoy Mother Angelica, Dr. Ray, and Catholic Answers Live. Listening to these programs has given me a deeper understanding and appreciation of our Catholic faith. Thanks for staying with us. Our next segment on today's Best of Real Presence Live features Avera Maria Santo talking about her upcoming presentation on the Catholic teaching of homosexuality. I will be visiting with Avera Maria Santo by phone about the Catholic teaching on homosexuality. Avera, are you there? I am. Avera, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. When I see your name, Avera Maria Santo, I want to hablo espanol or parlo italiano or something. What? <laughs> Avera is actually, it, it's, it's funny that you say it. Avera is Hebrew, actually. Oh, great. Yes, yeah, so none of the above. And um, uh, <laughs> what does Avera mean? Do you know? It means transgressive or sinful woman, which wow. I feel is very fitting for me. <laughs> well, it's um, fitting for all of us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we have all fallen short of the glory, huh? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to jump right in here. We, you have a blog. You're going to be in Bismarck. Um, what do you want to tell us about your background first, Avera? Absolutely. So I'm a Southern maid, uh, born and raised in Mobile, Alabama. Um, so I went to Catholic school all my life, born and raised in the church. Um, but I really started making my faith my own around the time I was 16 years old. Mm. Um, after going to a, a conference with my with my youth group at the time, uh, had a really powerful experience just prior to the movement of the action of God and knew that I wanted to make this my own. Yeah. Um, but it was at that exact same conference that one of my best friends came out to me as bisexual. And I really didn't know what that was. And I just kind of kept looking into it and talking to her about it. And we got closer and closer. And I started realizing my feelings for her, which went on to other girls as time went on. And hmm. just had to finally come to terms with the fact that. I'm primarily attracted to women, which is a scary realization, but uh, it's just something that I have to have to live with. You know, it's not the end of the world. Sure. And this all took place uh, at a at a retreat or a conference, as you say, when you were 16 years old. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a lot to put on a kid that age. But. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Wow, I want to talk about all of it uh, a lot more. Um, but uh, let's move on to, just for now, and we can come back to anything that we want, but uh, you have a blog uh, called Inside mm-hmm. My Holy of Holies. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and how it got started. So I actually started the blog to vent um, mm. because I didn't think that anybody read those. Um, but I was actually, I felt like I was being really bold and sure. putting my story out there. Um, again, like thinking that nobody was going to read it. So I really didn't have too much trouble doing that. Um, but then I realized how many people were actually searching for information about the Catholic Church's teachings on homosexuality. Because I think a lot of times people say like, oh, they'll go in the catechism or hear somebody talk about it from the pulpit and be like, okay, well, does anybody actually believe that? You know, does anybody yeah, yeah, who actually yeah. experienced the same sense of attractions themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. actually believe this? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just started writing about my story, writing about, um, you know, everything that I was experiencing, everything that I was going through. And a lot of people really either resonated with it or I would get emails, uh, DMs, uh, people that I thought I knew really well 
um, telling me, you know, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. So it was a really, really powerful experience and has been for the past two and a half years. Right. Absolutely. Of course. I'm just thinking about, uh, my mind is going into a thousand places right now. Um, but I just want to say something to you, Vera, of, of my, um, my thanks, my gratitude and, um, my, uh, I don't know, my deepest, um, yeah, my deepest rejoicing or my deepest uh, praise. That's the strong word. Um, but to to you for for being willing to be bold, as you said, with this blog, or to to come forward and to speak because of a number of reasons. Just in my own mind, I'm sure you have a better understanding. It's your life, but uh, any time that we talk about sexuality at all, um, mm-hmm. that's something that's really close. That's something deep. Um, and then to speak about um, something that um, is so misunderstood in the culture, something that is so uh, polarizing for so many people who, for better or worse um, are struggling with uh, talking about these topics Um, and so almost as if the thing that's the closest one of the things that's closest to my to me which is my sexuality uh, is now being dragged through the media and um, all these different things so I just uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to say to you but uh, it's it's a word of um Love, uh, a word of gratitude, um, a, a word of great encouragement. Um, so I just want to say that while we're on. The oh, phone direct here. that all to Christ. Like you know, it is it is His gift that I'm able to do what I do. You know, Praise every success that I have is His, and Praise every every instance that I fail is on me. So all of that success is his. Hey, man, I, I was on your blog reading that you're, uh, you're an uber-Catholic or you're a crazy Catholic or a Catholic lit or something like getting yeah, lit Catholic, Catholic or whatever. <laughs> what the kids say these days. <laughs> well, I'm old. I'm 35, so I have no idea. Uh, everybody everybody who's listening, this is Father Craig Vasek, host for Real Presence Live, speaking with Avera Maria Santo. Um, she just broke into her story just a little bit about um, a retreat uh, where she encountered the, the living and vital presence of God and at the same time, uh, heard of a friend who is experiencing uh, or sharing of bisexual uh, sexual attraction, and then uh, Vera's own coming to understand for herself uh, what what her sexual attractions look like and, and her her emotional state and the different things that are going on there. Um, so there's just so much more, uh, Vera. I'm, so, I'm just so glad to speak with you. I, I'd like to maybe hop on the phone with you for about seven hours later. Um, was yeah, that okay? Absolutely. Anytime. <laughs> <No>. Anytime. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, so I, I don't want to miss out on, on a couple more questions here. Um, so you said that you were, you were able, able to share, uh, and people were able to hear, uh, that they weren't the only one, uh, or that, that there's someone else out there, um, or that there's actually someone who believes that, uh, because the church teaches us. So this is what's going through my mind is there's the theory of like all these things that these people say, these old men with white hair in Rome talk about, but then there's like real life and like, does that even, right. is Absolutely. that real? Um, and you're fine. You're, you're a living example of the coming together of uh, teaching and practice. Uh, so mm-hmm. tell us more about that. You're listening to the best of Real Presence Live. Now, back to more of our interview with Avera Maria Santo on the church's actual teaching of homosexuality. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I think that, you know, when we talk about uh, church teaching or, you know, what it is that God expects of us, um, I think a lot of people tend to focus on the laws 
and focused on like what we have to do and you know in order to not have god smite us or something like that you know from from his great heights but you know when it comes down to it love has to always precede law which is why the laws make sense to people you know like if if you were like say anybody who's a father or a mother out there nobody has to tell you not to drop kick your kids at least not on a daily basis like you know like not always mm-hmm. you know like right. there might be a time you're sensitive to but you know nobody has to tell you that because you love your kids so you're not going to do them bodily harm you know nobody has to explain that to you you know you don't have to go back and see like well why does this, this law exist like no you understand the law and you accept it because you love your kids and you yeah. don't want to do them any harm in the same way i don't want to do harm to my god you know i don't want to um stray for any further away from him you know so i intentionally make the decision to not stray from him you know to abide by those laws out of love for him you know so it's not all about law it's about love for me yeah right yeah and uh, i'm not trying to dive any any more personally than you want to share but what does that look like uh for you concretely uh day to day or just like, in, in mind yeah it looks like for me it looks like going to god um and just being in his presence and knowing that he loves me i'm um, yeah. just really resting with that sitting with that um reflecting on that you know throughout my day um because it is hard you know like there's multiple times a day or, you know, throughout the week where I'll see this girl and feel this, like, intense attraction or, you know, like, I have these intense attractions to some of my friends sometimes, you know, and I just have to realize that, you know, God would never withhold anything that I need from me. Um, but again, I have to reflect on the fact that He loves me because, um, you know, if I am not aware of His love, then that's where I run into trouble. That's where things get really, really hard and that's where I start to fall. Um, and there definitely are times that I do fall, but at the same time, when I go back to that place, when I go back to that place where he loves me, where I know that he loves me and I acknowledge that, you know, that's, that's the place where I find my rest. You know, that's the place where everything begins to make sense again. Yeah, yeah. Union with the, with the one who made you, who understands you more than you understand yourself. Uh, and, and surrender, daily surrender to that. Yeah, beautiful. You're going to be in Bismarck um, at a Thirst conference that's coming up here. What uh, What's going to be the title or the, the theme of the presentation you give? Absolutely. So I'm actually speaking three or four times, I'm going to say. So it's, <laughs> okay. it's, a bunch, it's a bunch of different things, um, which I'm not in front of my laptop right now because my laptop broke the other day. So Ooh. I don't even know the name of my talk anymore. Okay. But in general. <laughs> um, but in, in general, it's all about me meeting God and realizing that what he, what the church teaches on homosexuality is worth believing and is true and is good and God wills my good and... Mm. You know, he said he loves me. He said he would never withhold anything I need from me. And point blank, period. You know, that's it. (laughs) You know, I'm telling my story, basically. Beautiful. Great. Um, If someone wants to follow up with you, uh, where could could they find out more about you? Absolutely. Go to my blog. It is imhohblog.com. My email is in the top bar. Um, on whichever side uh, of the top of the page, you can send me an email. My Twitter is at Diary476, and my Instagram is Avera Maria Santos. Phenomenal. 
Avera Maria Santo visiting us with us today about uh, the church's teaching on homosexuality and how she finds herself loved by God in the midst of all that. Thanks for being with us today, Avera. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. God bless. Up next on the best of Real Presence Live, are you looking to bring Catholic traditions back into your home? Kendra Tierney will share some ways you can do just that. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune into the RPR Network for our Fall Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, September 18th through Friday, September 20th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Fall Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. One of the gentlemen who works with the high school students uh, came to the faith through the radio station. Oh, he uh, awesome. uh, he kind of was was he he said more or less he was an atheist, didn't have any working faith at all, and he started listening to the radio station just out of curiosity at first. But then he found the answers compelling. You know, he had this impression that religion really didn't have the answer to these meaningful questions. And he would flip to the radio station and he would continue listening because he was intrigued by the answers. And he would listen more and more. And eventually, after several months, he said to himself, I don't have any more hang-ups. I don't have any more objection. I don't have a coherent reason at why I'm not Catholic. Wow. But just like you said, when you're in your home, you can turn on the radio and get those answers that you're thirsting for. And he did. It it started with Real Presence Radio. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. Catholic listeners, it's probably the, the majority of you that are that are listening and calling in and, and giving. We appreciate that so much. And uh, and it's just an opportunity to continue to grow, you know, to continue to grow in your faith. We know our faith isn't isn't limited to what you know in your head, but what you know in your head does help move your heart. And Catholic Radio is a great opportunity to engage in the faith, to learn more, to learn more about doctrine, to learn more about the gospel, to learn more about the scriptures and those essential elements of our faith. I also know that Catholic Radio really helps to reach people 
who would never darken the doors of a Catholic church, who, mm. who don't know, who don't have a, a relationship with the church, and yet, you know, through whatever reasons, God's providence, they find themselves listening to this radio station. And uh, and I and I personally know that that's that's been the source, or that's helped many people on the way to conversion and deeper faith in Jesus Christ and, and the life of the church and the sacraments. So. This is the best of Real Presence Live. We now bring you an interview with Kendra Tierney on bringing Catholic traditions back into our homes. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. That is the first time I heard that one. That's <laughs> I'm just like that is awesome. Yeah, and the, devil, the, the devil, the devil is, is dumb. The, the devil is dumb. Yeah, but, but Christ is king. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Will Thompson oh. with Michael Goldsmith. Um, that one's going to stick me, yeah, with me is, for a little I'm while. I'm still laughing. I'm going to straighten up. <laughs> we got this. We got this. Um, we uh, continue to move through our show here today, and uh, looking forward to our next interview. Uh, and hopefully, you are too. Uh, are you looking to bring Catholic traditions back into your home and your community? Uh, we have Kendra Tierney on the line, a Catholic wife, mother, and guest speaker at the upcoming Thirst Conference. And she's going to be sharing with you some ways uh, for to be evangelizers in our everyday lives. Kendra, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. <laughs> Get that frog out of your throat. That's gonna, we'll, yeah. we'll be fine here. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for being it's with us here. Earlier in California, but uh, but there's no excuse for that. I've been talking all morning. You're in California right now. <laughs> yeah. Lucky duck. Uh, <laughs> aside from that, um, I was wondering if you could just uh, introduce yourself a little bit and let us know who you are. Yeah, um, I'm Kendra Tierney. I write a blog called Catholic All Year. Um, I have nine kids and. Ex- and, and expecting number 10 uh, in September. Yeah, and uh, really my my passion is liturgical living in the home. I really, um, it, it's something that I've been doing with my family and sharing with uh, with people um, online and, uh, and via the book for many years now. And I, I just think it's a really fun way to create community and learn about our faith um, in a way that, uh, you know, that doesn't seem like sitting down and learning a lesson. Right. So you're coming to the Thirst Conference up here. Is that correct? I am. Yes. Very okay. exciting. And, and where's, where's uh, that going to be? and I are coming. Ah. <laughs> That's going to be held in Bismarck. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, great. Yes. So, you know, I know they invited you to speak, and, and it, kind of the Catholic all-year thing, exactly with the blog, and, you know, kind of maybe, do you just really tie in everything that you're doing with your family, or, or do you go off on other subjects, or, you know, how does how does that all kind of tie together in, in, in what you'll be speaking about? Yeah, so I'll be giving um, two talks. One is on the idea of evangelizing in our own home. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, I think that, that a lot of times for parents, you know, and, and moms especially, we can feel like, um, you know, that what we're doing is, is maybe not as big and important as, as people who are called to evangelize to, 
you know, entire congregations or, or, you know, big groups of people that, you know, we're stuck in our homes dealing with little people all day. But that evangelizing that we're doing to our family mm. is really, really important. And the way that, that we've been able to do that in our home is just through getting to know the saints, getting to know the important events in the life of Jesus and the Holy Family, things that happened in the Bible. And the Church really gives us a framework to do that through the liturgical calendar mm. um, that that has kind of been forgotten about recently. Um, that it, that that these are all all really you know traditional practices that that you would know about what Saint Day it was and mm-hmm. um, and maybe have a special meal or or even just a conversation. And you know the way a calendar works is it comes around again every year, so you get to discuss it again and maybe have a different perspective on it. And as kids get older, they're going to understand it in a different way. And right. it's been a great way for me to learn about it myself because my kids ask me questions. I don't know the answers, but I tell them I can find out. You bet. And I know like the liturgic ca- liturgical calendar is, you know, for the church, but you in, in the family is really the most important church. That's the domestic church, and that calendar is really meant for all of us in our families. Yes, it is. It is the lead of what's going on in our actual, you know, around the liturgies and stuff. But it it really is forming us in in that domestic church. You know, I think that's beautiful how you're putting that together. This is the best of Real Presence Live. Right now, you're listening to an interview with Kendra Tierney about ways we can be evangelizers by bringing Catholic traditions back into our home. Yeah, absolutely. And then the and then the other talk that I'm um, that I'm doing is how to is evangelizing within the community and you know for um, for members of the clergy for a for a pastor of a parish how um, you know how they can bring some of these traditions to their parishioners and then for those of us with families how we can um use these traditional practices of of community of of sitting down to a meal with extended family members or neighbors and friends and create that that feeling of community that uh, you know so many people who are trying to live a faithful catholic life feel isolated they feel like they're the only ones trying to do this Mm -hmm. um in what has become more and more of a secular culture, but there are so many of us, and and uh, you know, just having friends over and being mm-hmm. being willing to share your family life with them is such a great way to evangelize. Yeah, it certainly is. You know, we're talking with Kendra Tierney. Uh, uh, she has a, a blog out on Catholic all year. Uh, uh, I'm talking to her on Real Presence Live. And uh, so you've talked to us about uh, the blog, about what you do in your own home, about the support. Uh, you're covering a lot of bases. You're getting ready for uh, the Thirst Conference come up. Um, uh, before we get into some details on the Thirst Conference, uh, where can people go to find more about your work and uh, and some of the kind of methods, uh, so to speak, that, that you use to evangelize in the home, to evangelize in small groups, the parish, uh, and beyond? Well, yeah, thank you. My book is called The Catholic All Year Compendium. It, it's available Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere. Um, I also have a, um, a blog called Catholic All Year 
I'm on social media. You can find me on Facebook and on Instagram, either under Kendra Tierney is my um, is my main account, and then I also have a account under Catholic All Year where I share specifically um, liturgical living ideas on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great, Kendra. So you're coming to the Thirst Conference. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, or would you like me to read some stuff? Uh, yeah, why don't you read it? I'm not okay. sure I remember exactly the date. Very, very good. The Thirst Conference will be held on October 25th through the 27th, 2019 in Bismarck, and the theme is called uh, called to Mission, Declare His Glory Among the Nations, His Marvelous Works Among All the Peoples from First Chronicles 16 uh, 24. So if you want information on how you can go to this Thirst Conference, uh, go to bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst 2019. That's T-H-I-R-S-T 2019. And they'll be able to find out more information on that. Uh, just before we end here, uh, can you, do you have anything that you would uh, add to what's going on? Um, yeah, no, that sounds great. I'm just, uh, I, I, I don't do a lot of, of traveling for conferences like these just because I'm still in the thick of little kids, but I'm really mm-hmm. excited to, to come visit Bismarck. And so, um, anybody who, uh, who wants to come hang out, I look forward to meeting them. Oh, Kendra, thank you so much. And I, uh, blessings on your travel, especially that you're, uh, uh, with child so that you're safe and, and blessings to your family and the event coming up. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing the beauty of life and faith. Coming All right. Up, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks, Kendra. Coming up, ladies, it's your chance to make a weekend of prayer and deepen your relationship with our Blessed Mother. So if you are, want to stay tuned to us this is michael goldsmith and father will thompson and we'll be right after the break here we'll be talking with our last segment and you are listening to real presence live live engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network Up next, as we continue with the best of Real Presence Live, we'll bring you an interview with Catherine Hadro on the keys to winning on the pro-life front. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Built Upon a Rockfest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rockfest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rockfest on September 14th. Something that I find so weird right now about the news cycle is how fast this thing is moving. It's almost like a casino, right? So as we've been saying, you got to have that next hit. None of it's positive. None of it, half of, if not all of it's fake. And by the time we get to the end of the week, I mean, you could have had a major catastrophe like a shooting on Monday. 
And by the time we get to the next Monday, like apparently we've forgotten about it and moved on. Now you contrast that with the gospel. The gospel has been around for 2,000 years. It's been told to you know, billions of people. It's the same story over and over and over again. We haven't forgotten about it, and yet it constantly remains interesting. We don't need to get on to the next best thing. Uh, I think that's the entire mission of Real Presence Radio is to get that out in a world, as we've been saying, that leaves you dry and empty. Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune into the RPR Network for our Fall Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, September 18th through Friday, September 20th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Fall Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Anything that you'd like to share, uh, Father Will Thompson. I'm really excited about the radio station coming to the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, you know, as, as I've worked with youth, uh, work in the parishes, you know, there's no there's no silver bullet to help people grow in faith. And there, there are so many different ways for us to reach out. And this radio station is a... a it's a well-oiled machine. It's it's a great way to get the message out there and to connect. So whether you're on the road, you're home, you're working. Um, you know, I know there's a radio station in Williston. It's great sure. to know. That, you know, some of the the youth group that I went to U- World Youth Day uh, just a couple of years ago um, are are listening to this station. Uh, it's it's a great way to connect. And so uh, I would just encourage the the listeners to make sure that this can continue to happen. I am uh, Father Jerry Mann from the Co-Cathedral of St. John the Evangelist in Rochester, Minnesota. And I come to you on Real Presence Radio and thank you for all of the desire of your hearts. Welcome back to the best of Real Presence Live. We now bring you an interview with Catherine Hadro, host of EWTN's Pro-Life Weekly. We're now visiting with Catherine Hadro, host of EWTN's Pro-Life Weekly, who's going to share simple yet profound thoughts as we visit with her and preview the upcoming North Dakota Right to Life Banquet in Fargo. Catherine, thanks for being with us this morning. It's an honor. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Tell us about yourself a little bit. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, I am the host of EWTN Pro-Life Weekly, uh, which for your listeners to know is an international television show fully dedicated to the pro-life issues from a Catholic perspective. Uh, the show's been going on for two and a half years now. I can't believe it. Praise God. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and, and through that time, you know, I've had the opportunity to speak with top political figures, Catholic leaders, cultural figures, about how we all can build up a culture of life. Um, an also unique aspect of the show is we empower our viewers always to take action, to get involved in the pro-life movement, not to be afraid of that. Uh, and I'm, in addition to being host of uh, EW Champ Pro-Life Weekly, I'm also a wife to a wonderful man, and I'm based over here in Washington, D.C., so pretty far from where you're at right now, Father. 
Yes, this is so good. So how exactly did you get into the pro-life movement? Can you tell us that, Catherine? Yes. So I will say I've always considered myself pro-life. I grew up in a, you know, cradle Catholic, and um, my parents always expressed pro-life beliefs and views. It's something for me that only grew stronger over time. Um, One way that I think of that, you know, in particular, one memory is going to the March for Life when I was in college. I grew up in Florida, and so my freshman year in college at Florida State University, taking a bus with like 50 other students, driving 15-ish hours to the cold (laughs) January, and being surrounded by other young people standing up for life, that just gave me much more confidence to speak up for the life issue. But I will say I never could have predicted it was God's plan for me to be speaking about the pro-life issue uh, for my job. That is just, yeah, totally unpredictable. That's fantastic. And it's very prominent. It's not just, you're not just on a little local access place. You're on international television, which is fantastic. Praise the Lord. So, um, I'll just do a little, uh, self admission here, uh, embarrassing story. <laughs> I've never been to the March for Life. I'm like the only Catholic I know that's never been. You are, to- oh, well, well, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> Thank but you. You should totally come and, you know, I'm here in DC, so let me know when you're here. <laughs> Great. Thank you. I obviously would love to go. I just, for whatever reason, it hasn't worked out. Yeah. Um, but maybe you can share with us some information here. So if maybe I can't go to the pro-life uh, rally in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. every year, uh, but there are other ways probably I would imagine that we could do that. So talking about keys to winning on the yeah. pro-life front, some of those uh, maybe simple but yet profound ways that we can we can do that. This is the best of Real Presence Live. Right now, you're listening to an interview with Catherine Hadro, host of EWTN's Pro-Life Weekly and guest speaker at the upcoming North Dakota Right to Life Banquet in Fargo. Absolutely. Well, you know, in regards to hopefully everyone can come to the March for Life at least one point, but you're absolutely right, Father, that there are so many ways to be involved in a pro-life movement. And, I mean, the March for Life is just one day out of the year, but we should be thinking about how can we be pro-life throughout the year. Uh, and we really do have a responsibility to do so. We know that abortion is the largest human rights issue of our time. Yeah. Uh, we know there are about one million abortions in the United States every single year, and that's just in the U.S. alone. So it's something that we should oh. all take very seriously and to consider, okay, how can we be pro-life? Um, how can we really live that out? Um, as Catholics, I mean, just a very practical thing. We know, obviously, we believe in the seen and the unseen, so let's be praying and fasting for the life issue. Really, let's be praying and fasting. We know that makes a difference. We know, we know that that um, can save lives. Uh, but when it comes to messaging, when it comes to pro-life messaging, something that that's what I'm thinking a lot about mm-hmm. most of the time in communications. Um, yeah. I think it's so important when we're speaking about the pro-life issue, whether that's with our neighbors or friends, that we're really leading with love. Um, and I, you know, and also that we're leading with love and we're showing that compassion in our tone and in our language and that we're also teaching others the pro-life movement. Yes, we care about that unborn child, but we care about the well-being of the mother as well. We love them both. And I think it's crucial that we really emphasize that in our communication because, you know, abortion advocates, they'd like to have you think, they're on the side of the women, you know, and if right. you, if you're pro woman, well, you must support abortion, right? We know that's not true though, because abortion is an incredibly violent procedure on a woman 
that kills a child and harms a woman. So we have to speak the truth on this. We are on the side of uh, the woman. We are on the side of the woman who can encourage her and empower her to choose life. Um, and I'd also like just to add when it comes to communicating on the life issue, we also need to reflect peace and love. I mean, we are on the side of truth. We are on the side of Christ, and He is the Prince of Peace. So that needs to be reflected in every conversation and in every action you're doing to build up a culture of life. Yeah, no, this is this is uh, profound, profoundly simple, but profound uh, for us to know. Because I'm just, as you're speaking, Catherine, I'm thinking of so many people um, who uh, feel that they need to get into an argument with somebody. Um, and so now it looks like a, a pro-abortion person or a pro-life person. Well, they're they're both just mad. So maybe I, they both right. just seem like they're mad or they're mean or they're whatever. We like like you're saying we are we are in the pro-life movement. We are on the side of what is actually good here. We yeah. we shouldn't even have to get uh, raise our voices because the, a person has to craft this crazy narrative to somehow think that abortion would be somehow loving, caring for anybody involved. Um, and so we, we already have the, the, the victories on our side, as you're saying. Uh, so thank you for that. I just want to let everybody know, uh, speaking with Catherine Hadro, host of EW10's Pro-Life Weekly. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live. Uh, we're talking about uh, the pro-life movement, and we're going to talk a little bit more about an upcoming banquet that's uh, going to be taking place in Fargo. Um, so any other thoughts that you'd like to share about how um, leading with love, uh, recognizing that truth is actually on our side, uh, that we really do, are, we are the ones who are concerned for, or for the mothers and for these children, uh, how that changes the game for the pro-lifers? Sure, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think, you know, what you were saying, Father, about a lot of people find themselves getting angry, you know, mm-hmm. on this issue, of course, because this is, you know, one of utmost importance. And right. if you look back um, at the pro-life movement, it's really evolved over the past few decades. Uh, there was, right after Roe v. Wade, a lot of blame and anger were being placed on post-abortive women, for example, women who, who chose abortions or on abortion clinic workers. But now we can see that, you know, women who have um, chosen abortion in the past, they were deceived into believing a lie that abortion is the solution. They were deceived. And oftentimes, people working inside of abortion clinics are deceived into thinking what they're doing is helping women. So we need to place our anger where it belongs, and it really belongs on the abortion industry, which has created this system that depends on abortion for their bottom line. Mm -hmm. And again, as Catholics, we know the true blame is to be placed on Satan, who is the father of lies. But we need to be speaking with peace and hope and love so that post-abortive women, you know, anyone who's been wounded by abortion, that they know there is hope and healing. Christ wants to bring them hope and healing. And so we need to reflect that and love those women and and just love them dearly. And, you know, also when I think of abortion clinic workers who have been deceived into their line of work, um, I think of Abby Johnson and her ministry, and then there were none. And in their few years that her ministry has existed with the sole purpose to love abortion clinic workers out of their job, they've seen hundreds and hundreds of people leave the abortion industry mm-hmm. and again they're leading with love so it really is a game changer and it really is a way to build up a culture of life 
Yeah, I mean, I see this as I'm just as you're speaking. I'm thinking of uh, homilies that I give on pro-life topics, or speaking about abortion. It's hard to preach because I know mm-hmm. that, and I'm not saying that that stops me. But what I'm, it's hard because mm-hmm. I know that there are women or families in the congregation who have been involved in this sort of thing, and they might really, 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 really regret it. And so, for right. me to talk about abortion and it and the evil. Uh, that it is, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to speak. It's hard to do that. Um, so I, as a priest, I see this, uh, there's people that are hurting. I mean, this is the point. I mean, this is why I'm trying to say this. You're saying that people have been deceived. They've been lied to. They've been manipulated. They've bought into this thing. And a priest sees this, uh, because people are hurting. Uh, and so even as I'm talking about abortion and, and, and the, uh, the evil of what's going on there, I also, I, I'm, every time that I preach on it, I have to say like a, like a preface to you beautiful women, wonderful women, uh, families who have struggled with it in the past. I am not trying to come down on you at all in this, but I need to talk about the facts. I need to talk about where we need to be moving. You know, so uh, so I see that full full on. So we have only a minute left. Uh, so Catherine, you're coming to Fargo. Thanks be to God in September yeah. for the Right to Life banquet. Uh, tell us about it. Yes, I'm so looking forward to it in September. I've never been to Fargo, uh, and so I'm just looking forward to this Right to Life banquet. I'm honored to be speaking there uh, and just meeting pro-lifers from a different part of the country where I'm at and hearing their concerns and their ideas, and for us to just be together and encourage each other to build up a culture of life. And I'll be speaking on uh, what we're, you know, talking about, these similar themes of love and leading with love and caring for both the woman and the child. That is so good. Uh, it seems like a lot of people that I interview say that they've never been to Fargo when they come into Fargo. <laughs> I wonder why. Anyway, <laughs> it's so good, Catherine, for you to be with us today. Thank you. Oh, God bless you, Father. Thanks for having me. All right, wonderful. The details for that Sunday, September 29th, 2019, Fargo, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time, the Holiday Inn in Fargo, which is at 3803 13th Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota. The speaker, Catherine Hedro, who you just heard here on Real Presence Live. To register or for more information, call 701-258-3811 or email director at ndrl.org. I'll give you that again. Call 701 701- Two five eight three eight one one or email director at ndrl North Dakota Right for Life dot org. That's September twenty ninth, five to eight. You can hear Catherine and all the wonderful things that she is about uh, with the pro life movement. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. From the very beginning of my priesthood, uh, I could see myself spending my days in the confessional or in the office doing spiritual direction. People are coming with humble honesty, knowing that they're in need of something. They're asking for help, and that's what prayer is is going to God and relating the desires of our hearts. And as a priest in the confessional and in spiritual direction, I I get a really...
be that conduit that that helps people experience those beautiful gifts of God's mercy, His guidance, and so for me, where where it's really intimately seeing and knowing people are experiencing God, it's for me in the confessional uh, and in spiritual direction. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. I just think uh, the way you uh, introduced us, it was good to have you here, Father Mark, sitting at the table in friendship and conversation. And so when I think of Catholic Radio, I think of Call to Communion or Catholic Answers, in which people call in who are hungry for the faith, who are hungry for the truth, who are thirsting uh, for a deeper relationship with Christ. And so they they, 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 um, they call in as friends, you know, uh, wanting to know Jesus more deeply and the beauty of our Catholic faith or questions about the Catholic faith. And so you have these uh, great uh, teachers uh, in our faith who enter into a conversation and just trying to enlighten one's heart, to bring questions to the Lord. And there's a lot of questions that are raised. I think in Sherry Waddell's book, Intentional Discipleship, I think they said Jesus asked 183 questions and answered six of them. So usually he gave a question, answered with a question. And so I think that's what Real Presence Radio does, is help us to wrestle with the questions in, in, a, in a manner of friendship. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. 
Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune into the RPR Network for our Fall Live Drive, which runs Wednesday, September 18th through Friday, September 20th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Fall Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. 